everybody. This is Rob Lindley. And this is Sarah Davis. And you are listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 45. The year-end review. The year-end review. How much do we love at the end of the year when your favorite magazine or your local newspaper or your favorite website puts out that, like, best of 06 list? For, like, things we loved in 06. Yeah. And it might be, you know, best websites or your fav- uh, the top 10 books of the year. I always love it. It's always a good time to find out like what restaurants in town you should have checked out or should go check out and things like that. Yeah. Or what movies that you should Netflix because you missed them. Indeed. Every movie for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good about seeing the movies. Um, Yeah. So we thought it would be fun to go back through all um, of the other 44 um, episodes of How Much Do We Love and look at some of one of the thing, the highlights and things we thought were good. So um, yeah, like our very favorites. Review. We were going through, and we've talked about a lot of stuff that we love. Yeah, we really lots. have. And um, so we kind of went through, and we wanted to just, um, especially for our newer listeners, touch touch back, review some of the um, highlights of our year. The how and much I do would... we love the love the most? The most, the right. greatest hits, if you will. Yeah. Exactly. And I have to say that we started off with quite a bang. Our very first episode had three things that are amazing and we love them so much. They are so much. truly three of our very favorite things. And um, one of them, of course, was TiVo. And if any of you listeners don't have TiVo by now, you should just hang it up because after <laughs> listening it's to us talk about it for six months, ever. you need the TiVo. You have to have it. In fact, Rob's got a new TiVo since we started. How much do we love, right? Well, that's right. With the dual tuners that? and yeah, dual tuners, 180 hours oh. of hard drive delight. 180 hours. You could actually record um, the America's Next Top Model seven season marathon on VH1. Correct. I could if I were so inclined to watch I, that show. I might be recording it. Are you? <laughs> I might you know, well, I, bo- I have so many boy- friends who keep telling me how much they love it. And, you know, I like the reality TV and I just never got sucked in, but I'm going to give it a try. I don't know I, that I'll watch all seven seasons in a row, but uh, I'm going to watch um, it. I've watched a couple episodes. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm not a huge Tyra Banks fan. I don't know. How I it, but anyway. Tyra. Okay. Well, after, she's not if a I how watch much it, we love best of. No. Well, sure. if, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how I feel after I watch seven seasons of it. And maybe we'll talk about All it in, in January. Week. In, in like three days. Ugh. And then um, one of the other things from our first episode was Bailey's. Bailey's. How much do we love Bailey's and our favorite drink, which we named the mother's milk, even though there's some other drink that's called that. Bah. Imposter. Humbug. Bailey's and soda, it brought Rob and I together as friends. It really did. And um, and then the last one was something Rob thought yeah, of the turban become a favorite of mine. The turban. I love a turban. I still, I there were so many turbans about for the holidays. I kept thinking that every time I looked at my nativity crush, <laughs> one of the wise men is wearing a turban. He was turban it. Turban it with some frankincense, <laughs> with kids. Some mer- a merbin. <gasps> merbin. Oh, goodness. I was watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation while uh-huh. I was home yes. for my Christmas vacation. And there's that scene where Clark Griswold gets um, locked in the attic and he's cold. So he has to like go through a trunk of clothes to um, <laughs> keep warm. And he puts on a mink stole and a like pink velvet turban and Love sits it. and watch home movies in it. Love and it. I'm like, there's just not anything f- more funny. And we love that um, 
all of you guys keep sending us email when you see turbans on the runways in Paris yeah. or in the newspaper. We love it. Um, turban it. So yeah, we those are three of our very very favorite things. And that's um, way back from episode one. Way back. And then moving on, one of the um, one of the things that we've talked about that we love is the Sheila's Dream Bar, which is from the Potbelly Sandwich Potbelly. Shop chain. Sandwich works. Sandwich works. You're right. <laughs> it's like a whole suite, like Microsoft works. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and. Um, what what's fun to me about that is that we get more hits to how much do we love dot com from people searching for Sheila's Dream Bar recipe than anything else that they're searching for. Everyone wants to know. So potbelly people, give it up. And they wouldn't. My, I know. They actually um go back you can I think we did a follow up later. Yeah. I got an I got an email from the good folk at Potbelly Sandwich Works and they were like Good luck. Yeah. But they did confirm that there's coconut in the recipe. Yes. Which was a point of contention. I told you so. <laughs> you told- <laughs> the first, how much do we love? I told you so. And yeah. um, and I have to say that, but but it's on the verge of being surpassed as far as um, search hits by people looking for the recipe for Marianne's pretzel hug confection Thingy. concoction. So many people searching for a pretzel hug recipe or pretzel rollo recipe. They're so good. I didn't know it was that popular a thing. Well, and oh, we wait. Did going you see on the, to like, but wait, I have to. Uh, stay oh, with that. did you see Diane's picture? Our friend yes. Diane from um, TastyJewelry.com, who makes yes. beautiful, beautiful jewelry. You should all go there. She made the pretzel hugs with the peppermint hugs, which Rob recommended. Which was another topic. And I'm going to put the picture up because they were beautiful. She, she gorgeous. Did a, she did a fancy swirl. She added her, her own Bunch touch of fancy. Of fancy. So. We, yeah, we, uh, she didn't want. To, she didn't think that she would enjoy the M um, and M on the top of the pretzel hug thing. She mm-hmm. thought that would be too crunchy, so she. I'm gonna. I'm hoping getting this right. I think she got a. She used the back of a spoon, and so something. she cr- pressed it down at the back of the spoon, and then as it was time to release it, she twisted it just a little bit. Yes. So it made this little swirly little design. Swirly swirl. And I loved that she used the candy cane hugs, which I repeat are one of my favorite things of this past holiday season. And I was trying to describe them to my mom. And then I looked on the counter in her kitchen. I'm like, you have a whole jar of them sitting right here. (gasps) And she's like, what? (laughs) Well, my parents, um, again, are ministers. And I'm telling you, I was there the whole week before Christmas and their doorbell rings like, all the time those last few days it's like we're here with a ham we're here with a fruit basket we're here with a pork loin what (laughs) yeah people bring my parents meat for the holidays and some children brought um a jar full of hugs that my mom had not quite opened yet and she didn't realize they were the new delicious to be savored hugs delightful Uh, one of our other um topics and this was a topic that kind of branched out into a many things but it has to be one of my favorite things that we talked about in all of our shows is all things pomegranate. Yes. Yummy. Yummy. We, we talked about pomegranate. The pomegranate mojito, the pama yeah. liqueur, P-A-M-A. And I believe that our, our friends Courtney and Lori, two of our favorite listeners, invented a drink called the pom-pom. The pom-pom. Right. <laughs> Using the pomegranate juice. So enjoyable. So and enjoyable. um yeah, I God, I love I love all things pomegranate, and the pomegranate Izzy remains one of my favorite mm. um, 
beverages to get. Yes. Those Izzy juices are really good. Yummy. Yeah. No sugar in those. No it's sugar. All fruit juice. Delicious. Good to know. Um, another one of our one of uh, one of the things we got a lot of feedback on was the chip clip. Chip clip, and that's another thing. I don't think that I, I didn't have any chip clips before we did that episode, and really? um, the boyfriend went right out and bought some. I bought I, some fancy designer ones. They're like I don't know. That I've, they're like celadon green. Oh really? They're fancy. Yeah. We went with the. Um, I feel like I'm talking in the dialect that I'm using in the show that I'm in right now. I keep being like, oh, really? Like, I'm like, all of a sudden, this crazy... You're, you're, a, t- you're a walking touch of fancy. I am a walking touch of fancy. Um, my mom had a whole drawer full of them. Like, I, it was, I just got back from my parents in Iowa, so I've... And boy, am I, I'm tired. Um, but I was, like, scoping out the whole house for different, you know, how much do we love things. And she has an inordinate amount of chip clips. I never have enough. Well, I was there made, you go. Yeah, Next hoping, time I'm home, I'll grab some. Please get me a big baggie full <laughs> and seal it with a chip clip. Because... And seal it with a, and seal it with a chip clip. <laughs> and then people sent in, remember someone had the Miss America chip clip? And oh, then, I love it. Um, one of our other newer listeners who wrote that super sweet letter sent one and he had the chip clip that looked like the dentures. The clacking teeth. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Love it. So, so many. And um, please, if you have chip clip photos, share them with us. You can't get enough. And, and this this next one is another – there's nothing not to love about this next one. And mm-hmm. you're finding a lot of these this time of the year. And that is the BOGO or the buy one, get one free. Any kind of promo that's like the yes. BOGO promo. It's Bogo a go-go right now in the store. It really is. Yeah. I was just at a mall and they were having smelly candle Bogos. Oh, you could went okay. went into the store and could walk out with more than one of these big fat candles. I Made was at the oh, I, because of big and fat or because of candles. <laughs> smelly. smelly. Oh, okay. Oh, smelly that's, part. Then oh, right. Fair enough. <laughs> I like I like after Thanksgiving when you see the ridiculous Bogos, like the turkey Bogo. Yeah, what am I going to do with two? I just cooked one. I think I want two more. Mm. If you got the freezer space, put it in the deep freeze. I'm having a backyard renaissance fair. <laughs> turkey, turkey legs for everyone. <laughs> oh, meat on sticks. That was another one of our favorite things. Oh, meat we on a stick. love meat on a stick. Yeah. Any food on sticks, really. That was the whole street fair episode. Yeah, we and um, it doesn't have to be meat. Deep fried Snickers bar on a stick. Sign me up. Uh, bring it. Right. Cheese on a stick. Ooh, cheese on a stick. I've never had that, but I would. Oh, that's good. When you go up to the Wisconsin street fair, you have cheese you get, on a like, stick. The, yeah, like a corn dog, but just with cheese. Is it like deep fried? Exactly, cheese? exactly. <gasps> it's cheese curds that are deep fat fried and then put on a stick. Oh, get out. Yum. Food on sticks. How much do we love it? And you know what's good with food on sticks? What? Condiments. Oh. Cold ketchup, please. <laughs> Cold ketchup, please. I We got a lot of email about the condiments episode. People feel very strongly about their condiments of choice. Absolutely. And um, I was glad to see that you guys felt as strongly about it as we do. And then one of our next episodes after that was one about diet soda. And um, – if we had to redo that episode today, I would make it specific to Coke Zero. Yeah. Because Coke Zero people, if there was a best best of sodas of the year list in the newspaper, Coke, would have to be. Coke Zero would be at the top of it. Do you love its um, sleek new black can look? I haven't seen it. That's how it is here 
I don't know if it's just for the holidays, but you know, it was kind of silver. Right. Well, well it was white. Yes, it was white. With silver. Mm-hmm. Well, um, for the holidays here in Chicago, at least, they're black. Fancy. I'm going to have to check that Very out. You fancy. know, I try not to buy it. Um, so good. To keep it at home because, as we all know, that's all I will only drink that. But you know what? I started this new job a few weeks ago, and they have this gigantic refrigerator of every drink under the sun. Mm-hmm. And what do they have? Coke Zero. Coke Zero. It, it, it. After two days, I realized I had to limit myself to one Coke Zero at lunch and then maybe one in the afternoon. Otherwise, I would just drink it all day. I love it. Which brings to mind when um, I <laughs> discovered through this uh, diet soda episode, I was talking about the free soda at my job, and right. I was like, yeah, I, can, I have to limit myself to Fresca. I wish they had a diet Fresca. Right. I tell everyone I that said, story, and they're like, you, you retard. <laughs> and That's you were what, like, no way! This changes everything! And did it? Fresca a go-go! Fresca. You know, I'm going to request that we get Fresca at work, because I could drink that all day. That's mm. another good diet one. Or I could drink But water I love the whole zero line because I enjoy a Sprite Zero as well. You know, I still I still haven't. Um, I know you're having one right now, aren't you? I am. I, I usually mix it with um, uh, some sort of Mandarin vodka or lately a Seagram's 7. Oh. Which is entirely gross and white trash, but it's... Uh, it's zero and seven? Zero and seven. <laughs> I'm I having a 70. I haven't a 70. <laughs> Wait. What if you had two parts Sprite Zero and one part Seagram Seven? It could a be 007. 007. <gasps> that's perfect. That is perfect. I'm sure he. That's exactly what James Bond would drink too. Because he likes diet soda. I like diet soda and Seagram Seven, mate. <laughs> that was your James Bond impersonation. It was. <laughs> was he was toothless in my. It was old James Bond. It was crotchety oh. old James Bond. <laughs> I, they haven't made that movie yet. They haven't. <laughs> Have you seen the new James Bond movie? I've seen the pictures. My lord. I haven't seen it because once again, I haven't seen it. Here's my movies. question because this is something I will talk about and I could do a master's thesis on this. How much do I love a James Bond theme song? Yes. Every single damn one of them I've loved. Yes. And I'm curious to know if there's a song for this one. Usually by now we would have heard it. I'm and sure there is. And it's kind of a remake of Casino Royale, which, how much do I love Burt Bacharach? Yes. He wrote the original score, and that's what um, The Look of Love is from. The Look. Yeah. Of Love. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I don't know if someone's remade that or if they wrote a new Bond song. Huh. I'm sure Does I will Google know? it momentarily and have the answer. Yes, well, someone write it in and let us know. They must. Have. Um, okay. Well, I'm then the next thing we, we got to the then the next thing that rolled around was fall, and we talked about our favorite fall things. Um, and one of the things we talked about was the the craft wrapples, the caramel apple wrap <laughs> yeah, things. Forgot about that. And this caused our first spinoff. Oh, yeah, we had a spinoff. It was like All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Totally. It, our friend Tommy, um, why don't you tell them about the, Tommy's experiment? Tommy took the Rapples, which, first of all, we we couldn't even, we didn't even know what the name of it was. We were like, no. remember that thing that you just, um, he took a Rapple and started making quesadilla with them. Yes. Um, so he came up with, was it Five or six. I, I think I can't remember. It was however many there were. In however the many wrapples come in a package. He came <laughs> up with five? different flavor combos, and um, 
he had some really interesting ones. I know there was um, banana involved at yes. some point. Um, lots of different things. There was things. Nutella with that sort of Nutella. sketchy oh, application right. device, which apparently was a butter knife, but we still weren't sure. But we this is our friend sure. Tommy at the Moment of Minutia podcast, which is momentofminutia.com. Um, which we love. We love. And we enjoyed the caramel quesadilla um, experiment and looked forward to every new entry. Absolutely. We're glad to inspire the development of diabetes. <laughs> Everywhere. Right. Exactly. And just as I am enjoying a diet soda right now, I believe you are enjoying our next topic right now, which is the soft pants. Oh, I am. Rob, this was actually something that Rob came up with. He said, how much do I we love, love soft, soft pants? pants? And I hadn't really thought about it, but then I realized God, I, love I do love soft pants. And I just got them a new pair at mm-hmm. um of all places Mervyn's. Oh. Um we how do we love getting the pajamas at Mervyn's? And I was just going through the store and I didn't even try them on. I gra- I said these are so freaking soft. And they're <laughs> sort of um sea foamy. No, they're sort of like a pale not really sea foamy green. Um I can't think of the word. They're sort of celery colored and they have cherries oh. and flowers on them. They're hideous. But holy <laughs> crap are these things soft. <laughs> And I put them on every day when I get home from work. I probably should get a few more pairs. My favorite pair of soft pants are like red um, waffle yeah. material, kind of like a long john thing. But yeah. what I love about them, they're you know, they're the tradition. A soft pant, by definition, should have a drawstring, in my opinion. These have a drawstring. It makes them the best. They should, and and the good ones have both elastic and a drawstring. That's what these have. That's what's so good about them. But what I love about the red ones is they're like full on like wide leg mm-hmm. all the way down. Like I feel like I could put on capizios with them and perhaps go to a dance call. Because <laughs> they look so like, I'm a dancer, Papa. Look at me. Look at me. You know? um, Let's take it from the top. From the top, please. <laughs> but for boys um, lately, there's a lot of like the track pants, soft pants, mm-hmm. which I also enjoy. And... How this all the whole term soft pant came about by my friend Colleen, and I used to go over to her house to work on projects with her. And I would like, especially if I had come from like doing a show or from work, and I was kind of dressed up, and you have like you know trousers on and a dress shirt, and she'd be like, "Would you like some soft pants?" And she had a whole stack of them, like guest towels. That just blew my mind. I I think it's the best idea. Brilliant. so now, um, so now when um, I come home, that's one of my favorite things to do. It's like when you were little and you'd come home from school and your mom would be like, put your play clothes on. Yes. This is what it's I do every day. And I have to say that with the acquisition of the cherry soft pants, yes. all other soft pants in my house are dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> These are the king of soft pants. In fact, maybe now's, I've got to get a few more pairs. And you know what? Now's a good time to get top. Now's a good time to get soft pants. Again, post-holiday. Post this is a good time. Holiday. Because so many stores get in a ton of pajamas because it's such a big holiday gift thing. And then post-holiday, you can get great soft pants deals. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I just got up. dug some really cute soft pants with penguins all over them from the Gap. <gasps> my, you know really what? Cute. When I was up at my sister's house, she had just bought a whole bunch of them from Old Navy. They have a lot of good ones. Uh-huh. And she had some with chandeliers on them chandeliers she said did you see my chandelier pants and i thought that meant like a style right it was like a special cut i was like what are chandelier pants she said no go look at them they're in that bag and i said oh they just have chandeliers on them 
Chandelier Pants would be a great band name. <laughs> totally. Well, that reminds <laughs> us, we have a, our next sort of list of things that we want to talk about are all things that we had a lot of um, feedback from you guys on and that, that we enjoyed. And well, of course, one of them was our fake band names episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, appearing tonight only, it's Chandelier Pants. <laughs> We laughed so hard doing that episode, and people still send in names for yeah. their fake band names, and I still do it all the time. Praise um, God. There it's were so, so many good ones. Caution tape! Caution tape. So good. So I can't even list all the good ones. But then another one that Heavy we got- Heavy Petting Zoo was another one of my favorites. <laughs> Heavy Petting Zoo. Another, um, another great <laughs> audience participation or listener participation episode was our um, Being a Voyeur episode where you guys send in yeah. your pictures of your medicine chests and your refrigerator and your shopping carts. We got such a kick out of seeing all of your stuff. Of kind of a follow up to that, and I don't I don't think I mentioned this before because I don't think I had the book then, but um one of my super how much do we loves is how much do I love Amy Sedaris. She's mm-hmm. one of my favorite people ever. Right. And in her new hospitality book, I Like You by Amy Sedaris, um, she talks about one of her favorite things to do before a dinner party or having people over is she likes to put marbles in her <laughs> medicine cabinet. She's like, that's how you know he's a snoop because nothing, nothing sets off an alarm better than the sound of marbles hitting a porcelain sink. Nice. <gasps> that's and she a good was just one. like, yeah, so good. We love it. So I love that. And so it, yeah, that's all the pictures that we got in were great of it all the refrigerators. Great, yeah, it was a great peek stuff. into your lives. And um, another another one was um, our episode about what do you call your grandparents? And we got a whole bunch of crazy, oh, yeah. crazy email. And our favorite was from it was either Courtney or Lori. They sent us a really good email. Um, one of their grandmothers they refer to they call her Granny Drunk Drunk. Granny, because drunk, drunk. she was I quote a gin loving woman. <laughs> We just howled at that, and um, love we loved it. all of those. And I believe that was also the grilled cheese episode. And you guys sent in all of your variations. People feel, you know, it's funny because we talk about like I feel like I'm a little obviously a little weird about stuff like that. Like this food has to be this way, and it has to be on this dish. But apparently, a ton of you guys do too. Absolutely, which is comforting. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Uh, another way that we've had you all participate with us is we started a kind of our. Um, Mama Lindley and Jungle Marge um, <laughs> recipe cook-off challenge. Right. And um, we, what the first one we did was um, we posted the recipe for Mama Lindley's taco meatloaf. And I have to tell you, Mama Lindley was so flattered and excited to find out that people across the country were making her taco meatloaf. And it. then my my dad says, without missing a beat, he's like, did they like it? <laughs> And like, I know I wasn't trying to at all put it forth as like the best thing ever. I just think it's interesting. Well, it's one of those nostalgia foods. It's a total comfort food that you grew up with. Um, Yeah. But we got lots of uh, pictures and email and comments. And Touch of Fancy was introduced on that episode. So a lot of people did um, like the mango salsa and all that yummy stuff to go with. I believe my Touch of Fancy, cumin. Human. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That news just needs to be put in the recipe, I think. I think it does. Um, touch of fancy, which I really was a phrase I learned from you, has now entered my vocabulary on a regular basis. Absolutely. Kind of going back to this whole topic of these year-end lists, I was just saying to Sarah 
uh, um, in Time Out Chicago, they've done this list of like the hundred best things we put in our mouth this year. And so it's like drinks and um, chocolates and dinners and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And there's one of the restaurants uh, in Chicago, Fixture, it's a new new restaurant Mm -hmm. on Ashland in like near Ashland and diversity here mm-hmm. in Chicago, they had one of the best things of like all these restaurants was their macaroni, or not macaroni and cheese, their grilled cheese and tomato soup combo. <sighs> and it was just that it was total touch of fancy. I, I wish I could remember. It's like a, a smoked provolone grilled cheese oh. with an heirloom tomato and basil <laughs> soup like they totally had taken like the most basic comfort food and just fancied it up and you it worked a touch of fancy so much so good uh, love it you know a touch of fancy that makes me laugh is um i i get pedicures quite often and mm-hmm. i always have to giggle at the people who it's very popular here to get the one little airbrush design on your big toe <laughs> Oh, my. I don't know. You know, people wear sandals all year here, so I guess I see more feet um, than I did in Chicago. But um, (laughs) that is the total touch of foot fancy. A foot fancy. And sometimes it has a little little gem in it, in the middle of it, a little rhinestone. Oh, my. Cracks me up. I've never, I I go for the plain. Just the polish. Foot fancy. Toe jam. Touch of foot fancy. It's right next to cat fancier. Cat fancy, Cat foot fancy, um, and let's see what's next. So, touch of fancy. Oh, and then it was funny to me that we spent three full episodes yes. talking about Halloween. We sure did. <laughs> I didn't realize we loved Halloween so much, but frankly, we really do. We really do, and we even said on the Halloween one, we're like, if we came up with three episodes for Halloween, just wait for the holidays. And frankly, we haven't done much for the holidays, really. I think here's my theory on that. Okay. A, Halloween is a holiday that you and I both love equally Mm -hmm. and have in our friendship celebrated together. Yes. Often. Yes. So there was a lot of joint things to talk about. And B... By the time the re- the not the real holidays, but by the time the end of the year Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's Eve stuff came around, I think we're tie tie. <laughs> we're it like, is. We're, it's too much. It's well, too much. Well, also, Robin, Robbie, and I, our schedules have changed, and as we've gotten very busy, and so obviously you've jobs. noticed. Yes, we've had to go down to one episode a week, which will probably continue because um, we're both busy, busy people. But um, yeah, but you know, we're not stopping. Absolutely not. We have so many new listeners have been joining us lately. I know. Um, Getting fun emails and stuff. And then, uh, then it was almost time for Thanksgiving. Yes, and and and, um, this is when we did the second um, "How Much Do We Love Mother" recipe challenge, where we talked about Jungle Marge. It's also just funny to me that now we call her Jungle Marge, (laughs) that you guys all refer to her. She's always had other nicknames before. I know, but she's Jungle Marge now. Because, you know, her name is Marjorie, and she doesn't go by Marge. And we used to call because she hates it. We used to call her that jokingly. (laughs) But she's a real good sport about the Jungle Marge. She's been signing emails to me, Jungle Marge. Oh, oh, she loves it. I think she thinks she's like an internet celebrity. 
we talked about how much, you know, how much we love cookbooks. Mm-hmm. It was one of our things. And we really talked about how much we love mom cookbooks mm-hmm. and homemade cookbooks. And Jungle Marge full on sent me a copy of the cookbook that she normally gives to just her daughters. Which is funny because I didn't know anything about it. She just emailed Robbie. He said, one day he said, you know, your mom sent me a cookbook. I said, no, I didn't know. I just And the title was... page says Jungle Marge's Recipes. Oh, you got a special edition. I do. Like I was, I could tell that this wasn't just merely printed out. She had, she had edited that cover page at Love least. It. Well, um, we put a call out to you to make Jungle Marge's cauliflower au gratin. And I know we had some takers. I know our friend in Grand yes. Rapids, I'm pretty sure it was our friend in Grand Rapids who made it. And um, I just wanted to say hi to him because he calls us all the time, which we love, but we just seem to always run out of time and never get to play the calls. But, um, but we love, we love them and we know oh God, all so about funny. his life, <laughs> except we don't know his name really. He's just Grand Rapids. which He loves love. puppets. And our my, uh, our friend Jen emailed today that she made the cauliflower and that she did yeah. her own cheese sculpture. So I was pretty impressed with that. That's the first photo we've gotten. And she made like a Christmas bell. It was nice. I thought it was really pretty awesome. Very nice. Very nice. And um, so, yeah, we got to come up with the next um, – what the next? It's, the next it's list back on me. It's challenge. time to to get back to Adora's tradition. Yeah, that's good. You know what I was thinking I might share with the world is um, maybe I'll share Doris's lasagna recipe. Although I don't know, I don't know if it's that different than anyone else's. But my, I think my mom makes the best lasagna in the world. Like really? I won't. Okay, I don't. Try it. Or, I won't order lasagna in restaurants. Because it's not I, to me, it's never as good. But here's my thing. I think some foods like that are ones that you almost need to see someone make. Mm-hmm. Because right. you have to kind of see like, oh, this is how thin the layer should be. And this is how this is how it should all look. In fact, I love my mom's lasagna so much that um, we decided on Christmas Eve that the, because we had my sister and all of her family came in early. So by the time it came to Christmas Eve, it was just my mom, my other sister and my dad. And mm-hmm. so no extended family. And my mom looked at me and she said, how about if I just threw a lasagna in the oven? <gasps> and cause she always has some in the freezer. Did you just, did you jump up and down and clap? I was so excited. I'm like, Oh, that's perfect. And she's like, it's not very Christmassy. I'm like, Oh, but it's so comfort food. And it's so my mom that I'm like, <laughs> absolutely lasagna. It sounds oh. perfect. I think actually don't a lot of people make lasagna for Christmas? Do they? I feel like a lot of them do. Listeners? Listeners, let do us you guys make a Christmas yeah. lasagna? I feel like that that is not uncommon. It was it was really, really, really tasty and it made me think of... Um, so we'll either do that or she also makes this great thing that she just calls beef ragu that's just like big chunks of beef in sauce and yeah. served with rice. It's so good. Well, it also Maybe could we'll be one, one of, of your recipes. I mean, I think when we <sighs> yeah, first started true. this chat, the idea of this challenge... It wasn't limited to the mom recipes. Ah, uh, because I make the best macaroni and cheese in the world. Oh, you know what? Oh. I saw. I have to talk to you about that later because I saw okay. a recipe online. You know whose recipe it is? It's probably Those. in your cookbook. It's um, Patty Labelle's. <laughs> is there you, is there a macaroni and cheese recipe in her cookbook? You know what I have to say about the Patty Labelle cookbook, yeah. which is called Labelle Cuisine. Yeah. I honestly thought I was gonna die if I made everything in there because it's so out of this world. Like she makes the, and she does deviled eggs that are amazing, but I literally talked about the turkey chili. 
the turkey chili is the best. I know. I share you that. need to send me the recipe because I wanted uh, it while you were out of town. It's so good. It's called Too Good to Be Turkey. I know. Chili. We talked about it last time. But so in good. searching for it, I found I was actually looking for you that recipe online. Her mac and cheese. And I found her mac and cheese and it looks ridiculous. So I, don't I think remember we ever the even very... did a mac and cheese. Well, we got to save this because this we're gonna save we've been it. talking about doing a mac and cheese episode for months. It's on the horizon, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right, moving on. We got to keep moving. Um, moving on, and then some other things that we enjoyed um, that I enjoyed. Yes. Well, I we talked about having these festive ice cube shapes and how right. much we love those. And you mentioned that you had gotten yours at IKEA, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, I bought those same things for my mom." And I got home, and she had the hearts in the freezer, and they with hearts, ice in them yes. and everything. And I was like, I think I got her Christmas tree shaped ones as well. And I just kind of started going through her drawers, and I found them. So I kind of made that my little project the night before we had our big like turkey mm-hmm. dinner, like with like twelve people were over. I just because it only makes about. Uh, oh. 15 ice cubes right. at a time. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Just during the day, I'm going to keep making these Christmas tree ice cubes. I love that. Just because we were, you know, wrapping presents and watching TV and playing um, Yahtzee. And um, so we, I had special um, Christmas tree ice cubes that, frankly, I don't know if anyone noticed. But they made you happy. They did make me don't happy. Don't they make you happy? Clinking around oh, they in there? Good. I have to say one of the reasons that I was thinking about it when I did the other episode is because I got some special fancy ice cube trays for a friend of mine, but I couldn't talk about it yet because I think he listens to the show. I'm not sure. Um, oh, they were a gift for the holidays. They were a gift for the holidays. I actually haven't given it to him yet, but I don't think he'll listen to this before I see him. And <laughs> he is a big fan of toys and specifically um, Legos. And this year, the Lego company came out with Lego ice cube trays. People, That's so the best awesome! Gift ever. They are so freaking cute. They make little Legos. I want. So you got to make something quick before they melt. <laughs> Is the bottom of them? No, they're just flat on the bottom. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Oh, because that would have to be like a mold. But they're so cute. I can't wait to give them to them. They're just one of those little gifts that I saw, you know, and it was like super cheap. And I thought this is the perfect gift for this person. And um, mm, that's a good. Feeling. And luckily, there was a holiday coming up. And then we want to wrap it up um, with a follow up. Yes. Of um, you know, our last episode we talked about. Rob's quest for the Wii. Oh, the quest. Well, Doug came through for Rob. He did, big time. Yeah. He um just and like I said on the last show, I was like, I would I refused to get crazy about this. I'm like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give in to this. But at the same time, I really, really wanted one. Mm-hmm. And then I got a random text message from Doug and it's like, Hey, I got us a Wii. I was like, what? And I knew there hadn't been a uh, shipment or anything. And he just kind of was like paying attention to a couple different eBay um, things going on. And he ended up getting one for a little over like $75 more than what they sold for in a store. Mm -hmm. Which isn't horrible. That's not horrible. You know what? The bottom line is now you have a Wii. Exactly. And, um, and so we, he, the, the best thing is he had to go to a, I believe a flying J truck stop to, to do a me. transaction. I at- laughed so hard because Rob was already out of town and I got a phone message from Doug and it was this hilarious, um, retelling of, of all of the steps so that he had to, oh he had to drive to 
some specific suburb and take the specific exit and go meet Earl at the Flying J. Oh, my God. And, um, and now he's got the Wii. Our friend Susie was joking with him. He's like, she was like, I don't know if I'd be telling him that this is for your partner. Oh, you yeah. might just want to be like, this is for the little lady at home. <laughs> Butch it up a little bit before you go pick up the Wii. Right. So now we have the Wii and we've been playing. And also on the horizon, look for a whole episode about the Wii. Yes. Well, Rodney's a little our time. Friend Noah. Because we, how much do we love the Zelda game series? And mm, I, I love, love Zelda and I can't wait yet. to start it. So that's our year in review. I wanted to um, thank you guys so much for all of your emails and calls throughout the year, but especially for the ones uh, most recently that you guys sent after the last episode about um, the death of my little Sally P. It was really, really, really great to hear from so so many of you. And in fact, we have um, one pair of listeners told us, told me they're going to plant a tree on their land, which they do whenever... um, a pet that they know passes. And I just, I was so touched by that. That's um, Robert and Eric. And um, they're so sweet. And um, so many of you guys, it just meant so much to me to feel like that we've actually made a lot of friends this year by. Yeah. It's been so cool to, I mean, just uh, that's the overall thing theme that you might find with a lot of these things that we mentioned is just how much do we love all of you guys responding to it. Like a lot of these, it was like what made them kind of elevate was the conversation that happened afterwards and the way that it's crept into everyone's vernacular um, makes us feel like um, it's not just as we're making connections and that you guys can feel connected to what we're talking about and vice versa. And um, we just love knowing that you're listening and um, we'd love to ask for your new year's resolution to be to help us get some more listeners. So perhaps you could pass uh, a link along to a friend or what we'd really appreciate is if you would go to the iTunes music store and look up how much do we love and leave us a little review there. If you have something nice to say, because yes. that helps us with our rating in the iTunes store. We were in the top 100 for a long time and we've fallen off. We're still featured, but we'd love to get back yes. up there. So um, if you could uh, do that for us, that would be a wonderful holiday gift to us. Indeedy. Yeah. So, um, you know, we might put out another show before the new year, but just in case we don't from um, both of us at How Much Do We Love, we hope you guys have a really happy new year. Make sure you do something fun and celebrate something, but please be safe. Be safe. We're to keep it, we're, you, hard, you wouldn't know it from listening to us, but we're both laying <laughs> you would think low that on we're New big, Year's Eve. Right? You would think that we were big boozer boozertons, no. but um, it's probably going to be a game night, which is another. That's exactly what's um, going to be here in California. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do here in Chi-Town, too. Have a little game night. The little friends who could ask for anything more. more. Uh, Best of luck to all of you in the new year. And lots of love from me and Robbie. And we'll see you in 2007. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 